0: Welcome to another episode of Diaries of a Life Coach. My name is Larissa Dalton and I'm your host. Uh, I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you for joining us. Um, And I'm especially excited for my guest. Um, Today, I'm so glad to introduce to you Veronica Nazia. Veronica has been labeled as number one coach in 2021 by Yahoo Finance. She is a self-development and high-performance coach. So... Veronica, welcome to the show. So glad to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Please introduce yourself to us and everybody else.
1: First off, Larissa, I'm so excited to be here and thank you. Um, I always like spending time with you and learning from you. You're just amazing. Uh, And yes, I'm Veronica Natia. I'm a self-development, high-performance coach. Um, I am a single mother of two amazing kids, which uh, are my life and my purpose in life. And um, I'm a woman. I'm on a, a mission. My mission is to end child hunger, and this is why I embarked on this coaching journey because I don't see any other way of, of fulfilling my mission other than connecting with amazing humans, as yourself and a lot of a lot of other powerful coaches out there. So yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's interesting. I've actually never heard. Um, well. I know that as Shetty alumni, we've all joined the mission to change one billion lives. Um, so that that was part of the mission that really deeply resonated with me with the program. But tell me a little bit more about ending uh, childhood hunger or child hunger. Child hunger, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll bring you. I'll take you back
1: a little bit uh, mm-hmm. to my to my story. Back in uh, two thousand and. It was May 14, 2011. I, um, I was standing in line in the local grocery store with my with my two-year-old son at the time, only to realize that I didn't even have $20 to, to buy him food. Hmm. And I left the grocery store and I stood in front of the store and I, I just like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> it was, you know, a feeling that I don't wish upon any mother or any child out there. And um, at that moment, my son asked me this simple question, yet so powerful. He looked at me and he says, like, mom, are we going to be okay? And that moment, that moment for me was what I call the fight or flight. Mm. And that moment for me was, no, this is my fight moment. And I'm going to make sure that I do everything in my power to change that. I don't want to stay here where where I'm at right now. And my mission was born. I said, you know what? I vow that when I get better, I'm going to make sure that I use any possible force, power, tools that I have. So to ensure that no other mother or no other child would ever be in that situation. I did not know or didn't think about how I was going to do that, but I just knew I was going to do it. And a part of the Jay Shetty, um mission to transform, you know, 1 billion lives. To me, it spoke to my, it was a, like, you know, it, it obviously is an amazing mission, but to me it was like, okay, if he can do it, I can do it. And I want to be a part of that because, you know, this, the collaboration with other coaches, the collaboration with other people that have, you know, that mission to really go and help out the world and humanity I want to be a part of that because this will help me also fulfill my mission and my purpose. So that's that's the backstory of how I ended up with, 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 you know, the Jay Shetty uh, alumni.
0: Yeah. Well, that's amazing. I think that's a, that's a a tremendously inspiring mission that you're on. Um, I know that I was a single mother. Well, after my divorce, I had two kids, you know, and for some time I was a single mother. So I definitely understand challenges that you face on a daily basis. Um, You know, it's, it's at times you have to be mother, father, grandmother, grandfather to your kids, you know, all in one. And, um, but, you know, but, but watching kind of your journey, watching, watching your, your kids be part of your uh, mission, you know, part of your, uh, you know, they have presence on your, on your platforms, um, that's incredible. That means that you've, you know, that you have that much influence and impact on their lives. And it's so, it's so, it's, it's lovely to watch that they're part, part of that part in that with you, you know?
1: Thank you so much, Larissa. This, it means the world to me. Um, you know, the one thing even as, as parents, whether we are single mothers or not, it really doesn't make a difference to me. It's, it's, the most important part was it still is with my kids the relationship I have with them is they're my partners. So I walk them through my journey. They see where my struggles are, they see where my wins are. And it's a learning experience for them to know and understand that listen, it's okay to fall. Like your mom is not always that superwoman or super mom, that super mom, you know, that as parents, sometimes we, we want to portray to our children that we are always like, you know, in that super mother or 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 parent. And my perspective is a little bit different. You know, I'm okay with sharing with my kids. Listen, like I I'm down right now. That's okay. And it happens. Yeah. And and you know life hits us sometimes. And to show them and and have them as a part of my journey where I share them with them what I go through. And then seeing that, you know, you're down there, but then you rise up like this is this is the super mom. And yeah. for me it's it's what I try to do with my kids it's not necessarily only raise my kids but it's what I like to call you know I help them rise. I don't only raise them, I help them rise. Yes. And I hope, I truly hope that it teaches them a lot of very important life lessons so when they grow and and life hits, they become they are that strong person to to be able to not give in and give up, but really manage.
0: Yeah. Well, two things you said that I think are very, very powerful. One is that you normalize the experience of being down. It's okay. It's going to happen. Nobody's super woman or man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's that period in your life. So and that's okay. And then the second part is it's okay to be down, but... You're still going to get up. You're still going to go for it. You're still going to do it. And I think that's an incredible example because, I mean, my kids are a little bit older. You know, I have a 19 year old and a 17 year old, and I can see. Can I can believe it. I <laughs> believe it. Forget it. Like <laughs> <laughs> but I watch them now and I can see, definitely see the things that they've embraced, you know, that I've done in my life. Um, you know, I've, I, may, I may have shared this before, but my 19 year old, you know, she finished her first year of college. And so over the summer, she was contemplating, you know, what to do for like summer job, you know, before she goes back to school. And instead, she said, you know, mom, I, I actually want to get certified and become a personal trainer. And, you know, if I do that, then obviously I can, you know make much better money as I go through college. Plus I can, you know, if this is something that I enjoy, then I can just build something around that later on in life. And so she's, you know, taking the program that takes most people four to six months and she's completing it in a month. You know, she's dedicates herself to that. She's your daughter. She's yeah. your daughter. <laughs> yeah. Um. And, and I love that, 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 you know, even, you know, some of the, her personal challenges, you know, Uh, she's like, I'm, I'm going to do this and she just goes for it. So I, I love that. I love, um, I think the kids definitely, um, watch what we do more closely than what we say. And so the two powerful things you've normalized for your kids is that you're going to fall, but, or you're going to be low. You're going to be, you're going to be struggling, but, but you're going to raise up and that's awesome. Veronica. How does your story impact your coaching?
1: You know, I don't uh, necessarily share my story with every single woman uh, that I coach or even in group coaching sessions. I very carefully choose where to share my story because, again, it's not an easy story. It's not an easy, you know, it's not an easy situation to be in. So, again, I'm very careful because on one hand, it can inspire somebody, but on the other, it can make somebody feel not that good. mm so I'm very careful. Um, I don't want to trigger any feelings, you mm-hmm. know, in other people that are not the right feelings and that are feelings that are not going to necessarily help them uh, cope or come out of the situation that they're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I do share my story, it's, it's beautiful because most of the time the, you know, the um, reaction I get is like, okay how do you have the courage and guts to share your, to share your story? Like I have so much in my journey that I want to share and I'm scared. I don't want people to know. Mm -hmm. That takes us back to the question of really, of really what, what's behind it? Why don't you want to share? What are you afraid about sharing your story? What what's blocking you? You know, is it the fear mm-hmm. of judgment? Is it sometimes shame? Because I'm going to yeah. be honest, it's not the best thing. You know, what kind of a mother am I not to be able to feed my own son? Mm-hmm. Right. Like there's also a lot of you know um, a lot of shame, and guilt. So all these feelings, um, they hold people back from yeah. sharing who they are and what they are. Yeah. And through the journey. Of, of our coaching sessions, we build the plan of really how to start sharing their story. Mm. But you can only share your story if you own it. Right. So how do you really own your story, right? So there are layers and layers and layers, but it's beautiful to see the transformation and for any woman out there to say, hey, you know what? This is who I am. And I accept myself for who I am and I own who I am. Mm -hmm. And this is really where, when you get to that point, it's really where you gain the confidence, the courage, any word you want to, you know, label it as, to really go out there and say, hey, you know what? This is who I am.
0: Yeah. Um, I I do have a comment on that, but I kind of want to ask you this next question first. And that is how much of your, you know, after that realization... How much did you have to look inside and start building yourself up, loving yourself, accepting yourself, letting go of these negative thoughts, feelings, emotions? How much? How much of that happened for you? <laughs> <laughs> Need a drink of water. <laughs> no, it's,
1: you know it's, it's a question that is. Uh, it's a very deep question, right? Um, the truth is that. Again, let me take you back in time, just to make it so much easier for people to understand, right? Like mm-hmm. how, how it happened.
0: Yeah.
1: At that point in time, that particular moment that I shared with you, I had nothing. I had nothing. I had nobody and I had nothing. And I realized, okay, Veronica, I said to myself, you have nothing, you have nobody. What are you going to do? And then I asked my, myself one question that changed my life. What do I have? Mm. You know, throughout all our lives, regardless where you are in life, what journey you are, you know, embarked on, we also tend to complain or look at what we don't have. Yeah, I want to do this, but I don't have that. And I want to achieve this, but I don't have that. But okay, you don't have, you think you don't have the resources, but it's all about getting resourceful and asking yourself that one simple question. What do I have? And when I asked myself that question, the answer was simple, is I have myself and I have my son. And then you go, you continue to ask yourself, okay, but am I enough? We tend always, always to look at our weaknesses rather than acknowledge our strengths. And in that moment, I said, okay, what, what do I have that I can use? What are my strengths? And I really started going backwards and reflecting on On my success moments in life Mm -hmm. and moments that I felt the most, let's say, powerful in. What did I do there? Which skills did I use? And I started writing them all down in a journal. I started writing everything down. I mean, I was, I'm not embarrassed to say I was sleeping with my son in shelters. I spent some some days on on, on the streets. But I had my journal with me. And my journal at that particular moment was, was my my strength. And I wrote down every single skill that I knew I owned as a strength. What I did is I started developing those skills even more. And the way I call it is I doubled down on my strengths. Mm -hmm. This is what I preach and teach nowadays. And once you realize what your strengths are, and I was, one of them was, okay, I was not the type to ever be shy. So what's the problem of, you know, reaching out to people and say, Hey, I'm in a bad position. I need help. You know, I need some financial help. I need a job. I need something. And it's really all of a sudden realizing that as much as I'm in a bad situation right now, I wasn't there before. I wasn't there and I still have the strengths that I've always possessed. So it's really time to use these strengths. So Going back to basics is really
0: asking yourself what do I have? Mm-hmm. not concentrating on what I don't have. Yeah, I think that's so powerful. Um, I'm trying to grab reach for pen here, but um, what do I have is I think it's a powerful, powerful question. Um, so so I love how you looked inside and you've embraced what you have and that's amazing. Um, now, and, and the reason why I ask you this question is because of all the support that you provide to uh, people in the community, I know that I feel so supported by you. Um, I feel like I feel like I, I, I'm understood and seen by you, even even though you have a lot going on in your life, you know, you have your job, you have coaching, you have your children, businesses and things like that. But I still feel seen by you and i feel so supported by you in in our community and so you know as you know when i ask you that question like how does your story impact your coaching and i feel like it allowed you to develop empathy it allowed you to see people it allowed you to you know see people maybe when they're down and 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 you may feel it maybe you don't know that they're down but you may feel it and maybe you're you know your comments, you know, somehow changed somebody's day, you know? And, and, and so I personally experienced that from you. So I know that your clients are, are, are being seen by you and heard by you probably in a very, very special way because of your story.
1: Thank you. You know, as a part of, um, thank you so much, Larissa. That means a lot. You know, when, when, when a person has been through, so much in their life, right? Like we all, we all have our own stories, we all have our own ch- channel challenges and successes, mm-hmm. but you make a choice and you make a choice to say, you know what, if I can help one person not feel the sadness, the stress, the anxiety, the fear, the doubt that I felt, then I, I, I fulfilled my purpose. And sometimes really all we need is for someone to just say one good word to us. Yeah. And it's again, it's following your intuition because not just looking into you and saying, why Larissa, you know what, you're 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 gorgeous, you are, <laughs> but you know, going a little bit deeper and yeah. really following your intuition of what is this person experiencing right now. And sometimes it's easier when people experienced what you have experienced. So you really know how to you know, your intuition kicks in and you really know how to connect and you really then know how to support. But just because I didn't have somebody to do that for me, and you're right, and you know what? You're, you're freaking amazing because I never thought about it. But just because I didn't have somebody to support me back then, it's like I want to be that person who supports the other people.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And I didn't think about it so far. So thank you so much yeah. for bringing that awareness to me. Yeah,
0: absolutely. There's a very, very strong energy here, Veronica. <laughs> I, feel, I feel very emotional right now. <laughs> um, this is so powerful because it's, it's real and, it's, uh, and it's, it seems to still be raw. And, it, it, and I love how vulnerable you are about it and transparent. And so um, I think that's amazing. So let's take a pivot a little bit. And talk a little bit about what your goals are as it relates to coaching. Um, What, what, what do you see on the horizon for yourself and your business?
1: You know, it's, it's, thank you for that question. Because when I look at my coaching, I don't necessarily look at it as a business. And I know it sounds, I know it sounds a little bit um, maybe weird for coming from somebody like me, but I've been in the corporate and business world for many, many years and I love I love the corporate I mean, you know that I love the yes. corporate world. Uh, it's like I think I'm one of the only ones, but I love it. really and truly, I love it so much because again, it was my approach about it. It was an environment that I could learn so much in. observe, embrace, learn people's behaviors, what makes them tick, what makes them triggered, you know, gain so much knowledge that then gave me that gave me the tools, granted me the tools to embark on this coaching business and create my own, you know, my, uh, and start my own business and my own entrepreneur, you know, entrepreneurial journey. So the truth is that I have all these business skills, which they're amazing. And what I do is I translate them into my coaching business. And yet, there's so much to learn. Mm-hmm. And my approach to it is, is not necessarily coming from, you know, a, a stressed approach of how am I going to do it, because it can be done, and and it can be done. It's, yeah. It really just requires a little bit more, you know, investing time and learning, but it can be done. Um. So you know, this is my business. It's okay, but the way I look at my coaching is my vision. And my end goal, Mm -hmm. right? My end goal is really to end child child hunger. And it's very obvious that I can't end child hunger all over the world. But I don't let that, you know, um, I don't let it bother me and I don't let it defeat me. Because if I, right, if I was able to help three families, these three families are going to help other families and it's that ripple effect. So this is exactly the way I look at it. Yeah. And I know that if I, myself with my two hands wouldn't be able to do that, I know that the people that I helped will pass it on. Mm -hmm. And that's why I see it as, it's not like, a like sometimes I like, I like to call like a la la land vision. It's a vision that is very achievable Mm -hmm. and this is what keeps me going. So this is my end goal. I would love, um, I would love to really um, translate my coaching more into motivational speaking. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I'm I'm learning how to do right now. Uh, This is my goal for the next year. So Um, like TED Talk, is that something that you're... This is something that I'm looking into right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, I I, I feel very confident and comfortable when it comes to presenting. Mm -hmm. And I've presented in in many different settings um, in front of thousands of people. So this is my ultimate goal for, for the next year. Hmm. I really want to go and, and, you know, speak in events and, and bring people. And like you said, you feel my energy through the screen. Yeah. yeah. But when you're next to me, right? <laughs> because it's so raw, it's, it's, it's even more powerful. And this is what I like to share with, with, with my friends, with my mm-hmm. family, with people that I coach is really feed off of my energy. Mm. I really try to nurture them with my energy.
0: Yeah. So when you're thinking about motivational speaking, is there any kind of uh, mo- a message that you're looking at delivering any specific message or. Mm-hmm. It
1: ultimately is, is Larissa. It's really sharing my story mm-hmm. and they're really sharing through, you know, through, through the speech, sharing with people Tools to take home with. Yeah. But right? I like to leave people. <clears throat> you see, it's amazing to listen to somebody talk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then your memory will sell, will serve you so far. You're gonna go home, you're gonna be super pumped and excited, you know, and it, within that momentum for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, but then what happens? Boom, you crash. Yeah. So I believe in 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 giving people tools to take home with, tangible tools, right? So really sharing them with them, the a part of my methodology, mm-hmm. which is all about, like, I love theory, I respect theory, but it means nothing to me unless I can translate it. Right. Into not like, you know, just creating that momentum. How are you going to carry that momentum? Right. You know, when life hits you in a couple of months, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. It's so easy to fall back. Right. Yeah. So it's really sharing the the tools um, that I've experienced and that I'm using right now in my in my personal life and that I share with people who I coach that I know are very um are very powerful in terms of like taking them and really translating them into actionable steps because it's all about at the end of the day mindset is one thing but action is a completely different thing.
0: So uh, I guess as we kind of start to wrap this up um what has been your most favorite experience of uh, going through the J Shetty certification program?
1: Wow. Everything has been my favorite experience. I can't even point my finger on one thing that I didn't like or didn't enjoy, mm. but I must be honest and say that it's my, my supervisor, Mira.
0: Mm. She...
1: Sorry, because it's... When I talk about her, I get so emotional. (laughs) Mm. Um, Look, other than my dad, who passed away 16 years ago, and it was about, you know, right after when he passed away, my life kind of started going down the drain, right?
0: Mm. Um,
1: Nobody believed in me. I didn't have that support of somebody believing in me, in my capabilities, in what I do. It was always, you know... Stay within that box and within these boundaries and guidelines. And if you don't succeed, then you are a failure, right? Um, But I did not, as I transformed and as time went on, right? I didn't let it, I didn't allow it to affect me that much, right? But it wasn't until I met Mira and that energy from her and that guidance and her words when I felt down, like when I felt down with, with, you know, with in, in certain moments, like with all, with all of us, because this yes. is, this one is its own is such a transformational journey, right? Yes. At every level. But she told me, she said to me, she looked at me like again, through the Zoom and she said, Veronica, she looked me in the eyes and she said, I believe in you. Mm. Her words, that moment for me was another life transforming moment. Wow. And even now, when I doubt myself sometimes in things that I do, you know, whether it's in my coaching journey or anything else else in life, or I'm afraid, I'm like, okay, am I good? Should I take this chance? Should I do this? Shouldn't I do that? It's amazing her, immediately her words. It's like, I mm-hmm. believe in you. And you know what? Like we learned, sometimes it only takes one person to believe in you. Yes. And she is that person. And for me, this has been really the, the the best part of this journey.
0: Hmm. That's incredible. One person can make such a difference, and then you go and you impact so many others, and they're going to go and impact so many others. So that's incredible. That's that's just incredible. And that's why I say,
1: Larissa, no vision is is impossible. No vision is ever big enough. Yeah. I mean, dream big. And as much as, as you dream big, I tell you one more thing, dream bigger. Dream bigger. Always, always.
0: Yeah. I'm trying, Veronica. I mean, I am trying. <laughs> uh, so my, um, you know, my my next big step is, is going to be group coaching. Uh, I'm launching a group coaching program at the end of August, and it's, focused around confidence. It's focused around self-esteem. A lot of times people have confidence in, in things that they do in their professions, for example, because they, you know, they, they become competent. And so they're, they're competent, confident, Mm -hmm. but I know that, and this was the case for myself, I'd go home and I just would feel unworthy. You know, when opportunities would arise, I felt like I didn't deserve them. There's better candidates. Everybody's just better. I'm not good enough, I, I, you know, why, why me, and all, all these thoughts. And I know that I'm not the only one. As I started coaching, I've recognized women like having these same thoughts and constantly questioning themselves. And these defeating thoughts are essentially attacking their own self-esteem and self-worth. And so my program is, is focused around building self-esteem, rising self-esteem through worth as the foundation, and then building confidence in whatever it is that they decide to do. And so I'm launching a 12-week a, a program just around this concept. And so it's, it's my next best step. Obviously, you know, it's a, it's a risk. And um, No, allow me to interrupt you. It's not a risk. <laughs> it's not a this, risk. <laughs> honestly,
1: looking at you and at your journey and looking at your strengths, right? I, I tell you this with all my heart. You were born to do this. You were born to do this and don't look at it as a risk. It's not a risk. On the contrary, it's, it's, I, I feel, I'm telling you, I feel it. This is what you are meant to do, to, to do. And so many, so everybody that are going to attend your group coaching, they're honestly, they're not, I'm not going to say lucky. They're going to be blessed because I know you and I know your approach and, and you're right, Larissa, you're a genius because, it all starts with self-esteem. It all starts there. So I don't care how successful
0: one can be. If your self-esteem is not there. Yeah. Yeah. You're always questioning. You're always feeling defeated on the inside. Yeah, absolutely. So that's coming up, you guys. (laughs) Um,
1: I can't wait. I can't wait. Like, you know what? If you have room, I want to be a part of it because you're just amazing. I mean, there's so much to learn from you and um and your approach and and your energy and i can i can't wait i can't wait that's all I could say
0: <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. It means a lot it means a lot, and I am excited about it like i said you know with with every every you know with every step you take with every new step you take you know there's obviously all these things um but I thank you your words mean a lot to me, and I appreciate your support very very much and so you always have room in any, any of my group coaching sessions. <laughs> so thank you. you can never, you can never learn enough,
1: especially when you learn from the best. So I want to learn from the best girls. All right.
0: <laughs> awesome. It's exciting. So Veronica, tell me if somebody wants to work with you, what's the best way of getting in touch with you with, you know, setting up some time with you, working with you? What's the best way? I'm all over the place. You know, I decided mm-hmm. that I'm going to make it easy for
1: anyone to reach out. Uh, so of course, Instagram, Facebook, my website, my handles all over the place are exactly the same, Veronica Nazia. So easy. You want easy. to ask a question, you need some advice,
0: anything you need, you know where to find me, Veronica Nazia. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So pretty much every social media platform. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. And so I will also, uh, provide this information in the podcast notes when the podcast comes out in about a week or so. We'll have that information for you as well. I appreciate that. Thank you. But, Veronica, thank you so much. So much. It was such a pleasure speaking with you. I love your story. I love your energy, your vulnerability, and authenticity. Um, I love what you do for for your community and women that you support. Um, and so it's 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 very touching. And considering how much you have going on, you know that you find time to do that. I'm very grateful myself. And um, again, thank you so much for being here. It was such a pleasure.
1: Larissa, thank you. I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much.
0: Have any questions about today's episode? Just head over to my website, larissadalton.com forward slash contact dash info and send in your request or simply email me at larissadalton10 at gmail.com. You can find my podcasts wherever podcasts are found. If you would like me to cover a specific topic, also submit that request via website or my email. Connect with me on Instagram at Larissa underscore Dalton or book a complimentary session with me at LarissaDalton.com forward slash coaching. Thank you again for joining me today and I hope to see you next time.